0: midwife, Kath, we're talking behaviour. Yes, behave yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I'm going to begin with a quick story. I went to a uh, second birthday party. Mm. The little people everywhere having a great time carrying, you know, bats that are too big for them running through the park. Mm. There was sugar. There was a whole bunch of stuff. I have anxiety attacks Mm. at
1: two-year-old birthday parties. Well, these, you know, great
0: great little peeps. And so um, I'm surprised that you said that because that would obviously usually be my reaction. So I bought I brought a um a I bought a, a bag of <laughs> clothes and it had a big lion face on the outside. He was too little. He didn't realize, but I had the bag there and I was standing around and talking to some other adults <laughs> and this child walked up and just started to kick the living hell out of that little cat face bag. Oh. And I said, oh, you know, it's difficult when they're not your and you don't even know the child and I and I said I said, darling, it. darling, <laughs> yeah, starry Dar- petal, you know, honey <laughs> pie, yeah. <laughs> As my na- nails fleeked, honey, yeah. darling. <laughs> Dar- no, I just said, darling, don't, um, don't, Dar- don- eh? don- don't kick the bag, honey. There's stuff in that's for that's for Archer, um, and he, this kid, bold and brazen, just turned, looked me dead in the eye, and just whacked it. Just kept <gasps> whacking the bag. Look, it's only a bag; it doesn't matter. But you know, I, I was wondering. Um, I was like, is that behavioural or is that sugar? That's behavioural. That's behavioural. Mm. Had, had Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, only a little guy, by the way. Well, like, what, two? I, probably four.
1: You know, it just, it just sets the little fella up for failure, you know, and that's what I find hard because it's not really his fault. It's just that he's been able to get away with it. That's interesting, yeah. sets, setting so, our kids up for failure. Well, yeah, so yeah. if that was my child, I would have picked him up said to the people who were having the party, sorry, but we're leaving. We're going home. And put him in the car and just say, come on, we need to go home. You must be tired. And not go mad at him or no hitting or anything like that, but just that's it. That's not really good behaviour. And none of this sitting down trying to explain and having the long conversation and all that sort of stuff, you just remove straight away. You just remove.
0: Let's go back to the beginning, Catalyst. This is going to be a really this is a this is a this is a hard one. Yeah. This one. We've had conversations with regards to food, and we've had conversations with regards to sleep about setting ourselves up as parents and setting our kids up for success about creating great positive habits. Um, is
1: it the same for behaviour? Yeah. Well, I like to pick these three as as the three winners. You've got to pick your battles as parents. There are some things that you know. You just gotta. You've just gotta let go by. You know. You just gotta think it's okay. You, you can't be on your kids' back all day, every day. You just can't. Nah, 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 nah. It's just too much. You've got to relax in parenting. You've got to have a bit of fun and you know laugh with them about some things. You know. And if they if they drop a plate or something like that, or if they tip something over, it's like it's okay as long as you're not hurt, it's only a plate, you'll be fine. Up you get. Let's clean it up together. And that teaches a child a lot of resilience and a lot of response to an accident. People
0: are talking about that now too, Kath, aren't they, that our kids don't have enough resilience. No.
1: You think? Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, rather than them, you know, People were sort of going really mad at them and screaming and hitting them and saying, look what you've done. Like, seriously, it's if a it's plate. a plate, oh, it's forget a plate. it. Like, really, forget it. Should you see me on a Saturday night. <laughs> got
0: to get new crockery every Sunday. <laughs>
1: Please send to
0: Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but your point,
1: your you know, point is valid. I, I agree. You've got to pick your battles. So the battles that I've always picked are food, sleep and behaviour. And... Picking those and and really talking about those and drilling down into those, it it just, it just works. Yeah. And the other things, you know, that that go on in life, that the, the, they sort of blend into everything in 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 parenting. Those things do blend into parenting. The other things, like, you just let them go, you know, like. If if something really is important, like if your child's running onto the streets, that's when you scream at a kid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's when you... You don't scream at them all day long because if you scream at them all day long, when you want to scream at them in, in, in danger, they don't hear you. You know,
0: I, I think this is um, a conversation that every parent can relate to because we want to set our kids up for success. We want to make sure that they're polite, that they understand boundaries. But they're their own little personality. Um, you know, if if it, if, it, if I think back to the conversations I've had with desperate um, new parents um, of toddlers, one of the first um, things, obstacles that that kind of raise its head was biting. Mm. You know, when it's a game, and then all of a sudden they they you know they're pulling your hair and they're biting your neck or your cheek or pinching, and it hurts, mm. and you don't want to smack them all or or mm. how do we how
1: do we actually, how do we um, mitigate that or resolve that, Kath? Yeah, well, well, well kids that bite, um, they're usually kinder age or yeah. preschool age. And uh, a lot of the time they they actually don't know why they're biting. Like it's a, uh, you know, they, they, I mean, they're doing it to get a reaction. Like they, they don't realise that they're, Actually, hurting. I think it's, it's a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's. I, I, I always think you need to, you need to act on it straight away, and you need to remove the child from what's happening. So, say if um, someone was biting you. Mm. Um, so, say if Johnny was biting you, I would remove Johnny and take him just to the other side of the room, and then go and talk to you. So you actually give no discussion to Johnny and a lot of attention to you. Okay. So, so it's it's about um, it's about stopping ignoring the bad behaviour okay. and praising good behaviour. Right. And uh, some people may think, oh, that's in La La Land. But if you start having a conversation with a kid, you are not to bite, and you are not to do this, and biting hurts, and blah blah blah, and blah blah blah. I always say to parents, think about. The Simpsons, and think about when the dog talks to Homer, or oh, no, Homer talks to the dog, and all the dog hears is blah 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 <laughs> blah blah.
0: blah. <laughs> okay, good point. That's what the kid hears. So you, you need to show them. They
1: need to feel it. They need to. They need to say there's no attention. Okay, so Johnny, so you've got to turn. You make sure they're safe. You turn your back on them and go to the other child. So that's about everything in behaviour. So you you don't you don't do anything with bad behaviour unless it's in a dangerous situation and you, and you go to them. Oh, and you're scared the hell out of it.
0: So I'm in the kitchen, I have my child, we're having a bit of a cuddle and then all of a sudden they
1: think that's fun, That they bite me, I just put the child down. Get up, walk away. And walk away. Yeah. You will scream because it does, um, you're right, it oh. hurts, especially pinching or something like that. And and look, I think your first reaction is is to scream or, you know, yeah, do something. But you just walk away. You've got to walk away because they'll keep doing it. All right. Kath, let's just touch on
0: this because I, I think 90% of people who, who join us on this podcast would have heard this, that if your child bites, you bite them back. Yeah. Um, no. I couldn't though. No. No, you don't do that. Because again, is it just that la la la?
1: Well, la? it's like it's like um, it's like hitting. You know, if if a child hits, do you hit a child back? No. And if you hit a child, then a child often hits other people. So, no, you don't bite. You don't bite a child. So, you, if a child's hitting you, same thing. Put it down. Put yeah, the child down. You just and walk away. Walk away. Yeah. You always ignore bad behavior. It's very hard. Mm. It's very hard. But it's rule number one. You, you just don't give any, don't put any fuel to the fire. You've got to seriously turn your back on it and say nothing. And I mean nothing. You don't even say, I am going to ignore you or I'm going to turn my back on you. You say nothing. They will change their behaviour, but also you have to change your behaviour as a parent. And by changing your behaviour, that's saying nothing. Because what happens so many times is the Thank big it. conversation. And they get the attention, you you're acknowledging. That's what me. they want. Okay. Yeah. Understood. And it's like it's like bedtime, you know, like I want daddy. I do not want daddy near me. I don't want mummy. I only want daddy. Forget it. Daddy's doing it. End of story. Mm. Like that's set, what's happening. Set some boundaries. Yep. Yeah. You've got to you've got to you've got to set the boundaries of who is the parent, you know. The child's not the parent. The child's not running the show. The two or three year old, or four year old, or the six month old, or ten month old is not running the show. They're not doing the parenting. You are doing the parenting, and that's what I see a lot. It's about you parenting your child. You've got to run the rules. There are sometimes when you let the little one go, and you know, you 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 know, you have fun. You know, parenting's fun. You've got to have some fun. But when, but when, uh, when the boundaries get You're Pushed, blurred and pushed, that's when, that's when the sort of, you've got to bring the hammer down a bit. Kath,
0: um, are parents scared of their children? I know that sounds ridiculous,
1: but. They're scared of hurting their feelings.
0: Okay, so this comes back to that question of resilience
1: and of, yeah, you don't want to hurt the little, little, little people, but. They're scared of saying no. And um, that's more about us, though, isn't it? Oh, 100%, 100%. So they're scared of saying, you know, no, you shouldn't do it, and children crying and. And, and mis- uh, misunderstanding that as, you don't love me? Yeah. They don't have that. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, well, and again, which I've said many times, like, you've got to hold that distress. Like, you've got to hold the distress of the child who, when you say no, and no means no, it doesn't mean yes. And that's what you need to teach in the early years. And those early years are so important because when they go to school, they need to learn, have learnt the rules. Because when they go to school, anyone out there who's the teacher and or definitely a prep teacher, they know. They can pick on day one who are the troublemakers, who's the naughty kid, who's got the, the, the crazy parents. They know. They can pick it straight away, and when I do master classes, I go, "Who are the who are the teachers?" And they put their hands up, and I say, "You know, on day one, don't you?" And they all go, "Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely," and it's they can't change behaviour, they can't change it once at school. It's up to people like me in the early years. Um, work that we have to change behaviour in the early years because these children are sitting in emotional wet cement. And this emotional wet cement is us moulding them to be good people with good morals and good behaviour and good boundaries. We can say, you're an awful person. You're a bad person. You're ugly. I hate you. You can say that to a child. When the cement has set at seven, you know what? That's they fair. believe it. Mm. There was the a other saint, blo- wasn't there? There
0: was a saint or a um, or or a philosopher that said, "Give me the child until he is five, and then I'll I shall show, show you the, the man. man."
1: That's right. And, and that, and you think that that is a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's like if you um, if you keep saying, "I love you," you're a really good person. I, you're very brave. You're you're beautiful. Kind. You're kind. I, that's very brave. That's very that's that's a wonderful thing you're doing. I love you, and the cement sets. That's who you've got. That's a beautiful
0: analogy, Kath, and I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It really, I mean, that really resonates. So because give them.
1: You're that voice. You're mm. the voice in their head. So if you're the voice in their head, because it's like you and me. You've got. Mary in your head, mm. I've got Doreen in my head. God bless them. Love yeah, them. Yeah. And so well done, that's who we refer to when we sort of think, should we do this or should we do that? Because that is the voice in our head that says, is that good or is that bad? So as the parent in the early years, that's who the little one is always going to refer to. Always. That's interesting. So that...
0: that. uh you know your subconscious, that voice. Yeah. You, you think that that's like a, oh, a, yeah. a resonation or or a, a, a remnant of of your parental voice. When Absolutely.
1: You're you think about that's it. Interesting. Think about what your parents. You know, you think about things you do. It always goes back to what your parents taught you, mm. and what where it comes in your family, and what your family values are. Mm. And so, if if you set up that family values or those family values for your child, and then the cement has set. You know, you've got a child that's got is ready and is resilient, yeah, and is ready for school. This is parenting, and this is why I am so passionate about it. So this, set, these early years are vital. They're the foundations. It's, yeah, so these, set the foundations correctly. These, these foundations are everything. Set them up to grow. Yeah, and and you know, I know a lot of people have said to me, "Oh, you're so lucky. You've got a really good boy. You know, your son is really lucky. It's not luck." Brooke. It's um, hard, work. hard, hard work and that hard work pays
0: off. You know, and it's nice to know that the hard work pays off, Kath. Um, I think sometimes you, there would be many people out there questioning that, but it's good to know that it is hard, that it is a hard slog and that, that eventually, you know, yeah, it does pay off. Exactly. You know, we we just spoke about um, not rewarding bad behaviour. So when is the time that you are able to have the conversation with your child to say, actually, what you did just then is not the right thing, I'm not very happy with what
1: you've done? Well, certainly not in the middle of the supermarket (laughs) and certainly not to a two-year-old. You know... Why not two? Well, two-year-olds, like, you don't negotiate with the two-year-old. Did you once call them toddler terrorists? <laughs> you don't <laughs> negotiate with them. Look, God love them. I love two-year-olds. They're just crackers. And why I'm, do you love them? Oh, I love them because they're just so raw and beautiful. You can. They just talk a lot of nonsense, and they that they, they, uh, who they are is just who they are. And and if they want to have a tantrum, they will just get on the floor and lose it. Ah, oh, just love it. Um. And but the thing is that. Their, their head is just, it's all about them. They're just egomaniacs and, you know, their play, they can't share. And You're talking developmental, right? You're talking about where yeah, they are. But also, you know, with their behaviour too. So everyone's like, you've, you know, Johnny, you've got to share. There's a lot of Johnnies in this room today. But anyway, <laughs> Johnny, you've, well, let's say Billy, Billy <laughs> today. Billy, you've got to share. Well, he can't because... His... Are they actually unable, uh, unable to share? Yeah, they they do what's called parallel play. And that is that they play alongside each other. They don't play together because they just, they're not capable of doing it. So when people have this long dialogue with Billy and Johnny about and sharing Haru. the truck like Prue and True yep. are talking about yeah. sharing. Well, Harry won't share
0: with... with No, with, Harry, you've oh, got to give John, True, you've oh, got to give John, Johnny... Johnny, oh, the,
1: Johnny c- start crying. Like, forget it. Yeah, word. Just, like, give it to Johnny and pick Billy up and walk somewhere else and give Billy something else. Give him uh, a train. So our expectations as parents is... Well, well mm-hmm. the thing is people see their child as a lot older than they think they are because... Um, And especially two and three-year-olds, people, um, you know, and a lot of two and three-year-olds can hold quite a good conversation with you. Yes, they can. You know, and they, so when you're having a good conversation with someone, they actually feel, like people feel they can
0: they, they know, know more like than just, they know. They
1: know more and they're, they're very bright and they're very intelligent. And that they should know more than they know. And they can cope with more than they can cope with. But they can't. They can't. They're two. They're idiots. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Gorgeous, divine little idiots. They're two-year-olds. Yeah. School is very equalising because once they start to learn, you know, that that sort of, um, you know, like it... It, it, when you them, out when you're amongst your peers,
0: and you have to do the emotional intelligence as a scholastic, we're learning at different rates. Yeah, sorts everyone out. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. It sorts them
1: out. So, if you get a group of two-year-olds, they are clever because they're little science scientists. So, so people have this um, grandiose idea about their two and three-year-olds, and uh, so they think they're all geniuses. That's fine. But they also put a lot of pressure on them to cope with situations that they actually can't cope with. Yet. Yeah. So they can't cope with a lot of social situations. They can't cope with sharing. They can't cope with playing in big groups. They just, their brain is not it capable. Yeah. So I explain this to couples or whoever I'm working with and say, okay, you've got to think of it like this. Billy can't drive a car. And they go, oh, <laughs> you know, stupid, Kath. You know, so he can't drive a car because he hasn't got the brain function to be able to do that. So he can't cope with this; like he can't do it. So he's only two. He can't drive a car because he hasn't learnt that
0: yet. And is this he hasn't learnt that skill? Is this why you recommend when you have the biting and you have those behaviours instead of trying to have the conversation? You you. Just remove remove them. Ser- yep.
1: Remove them. Okay. Because don't don't sit and talk to them because it's only going to be blah 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 blah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Homer home to the dog. dog, Yeah. <laughs> so so when
0: when does that stage finish and the stage um, become possible when you can have a conversation around
1: about four. Okay. Four and five is is that beautiful age when you can start having some conversations. Okay. Maybe late three and a half getting to four. Right, so it's yeah. when they they're acting out, and you say we need to talk, to sit down and have quiet a chat talk. But you never talk in rage, well, when the kids in rage or having a you know like a tantrum or anything like that. Everything's got to be calm. It's always good to talk when they're having a bath mm. and they're Refle- sitting in water reflection. and just have a t- reflection or talking about how we're going to do things. And that's in, because in the future.
0: and that's because you're talking about this idea of the the foundation, the cement setting.
1: Yeah, yeah, and just talk about. How, or, or play, like in play, mm. talking about how we do things, like talking about, like this is how we're going to do it, and this is how you know these two little um, toys are doing it. You know, talk about things in play, and they understand that that's how children learn through play, but not scolding them in them at the moment. They can't understand it, so so people tend to, you know, um, they tend to hit children at in in as parents in their own anger with their own frustration rather than understanding what the child can cope with mm. and what the co- child is 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 capable of managing at that time so understanding what a 2 and a 12 month 2 year old 3 year old is capable of Kath, I really like
0: the fact that you acknowledged the role of teachers that once once that cement set and you have a child that is now going off to school who has a different set of values behaviors than other kids in the class and and you know it comes back and you know maybe it's your kid maybe it's it's our children that are the ones that misbehave mm. at that point is it is it a stop and have a bit of a think about your own behavior is, yeah. it, is it and then oh, and, yeah. and also is it is it just again knowing that you have to keep enforcing at every growth stage that you're not behaving correctly. This is disappointing.
1: You're letting yourself down. Parenting doesn't stop. Believe me, parenting does not stop. God, that's disappointing to me. Yeah, I know. And... (laughs) You know, there are times when, you know, teenagers and you sort of think, oh, beauty, They're you know, they're mm. 15, they're sort of capable of looking after this, themselves. No, it goes up a gear. You've actually got to parent a little bit more because they've never been teenagers before and you haven't been a parent to teenagers before. So you really need to look at it a bit more. So it, it, it's always different. Um, and uh, so... Parenting um, little toddlers is is very different to, to parenting a newborn, yeah. and you know, and I say to everyone who's got a newborn, little babies, little problems, and um, they go, oh God, it's so hard. But we know, we know little babies. That's why I I remind people with little babies, try not to make this a really hard time because this is the easy time. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't want to make the easy time really hard because it's going to make the hard time bloody hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kat, can I... um... What about language? You know, I find it interesting. I love it how you love the toddlers. I love how you love the little terrorist. I think that's fabulous that they're just so um, enthusiastic and curious about the world. Mm. That, that mm. makes me, um, by default, enthusiastic. But what about language? You know, it's funny when you talk to little people and, You've got the little guy who's just up for anything. He's mm. pretty casual, Gorgeous. you know, yeah. beautiful. And then you've got, you know, you know, Sissy in the corner and she, she doesn't like anything and she doesn't mm. want to. Now, is that use of languages, ju- is that just their little personalities or is that learned? Is it yeah. a combination of both? Like, Do you mean not talking? No, just, you you know, sometimes they're just... Not engaging? They're just a bit negative and they're just a bit spoiled, like a bit look, sassy, you know. Look, I, I think... don't
1: want to. I don't like it. I, I'm not going to. Yeah. Uh, look, with... My my um, approach to ch- to children, especially toddlers and and you know two and three year olds, I don't sort of go to them and and have a conversation. I let them come to me, um, like cats. Yeah, 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 right. And you will find that they don't talk about my cat like that. Hello, Olive. Ow. Um, and uh, I find that if you give them a bit of time and then they come to you. You know, you can then have a conversation. But if you jump on, you know, like go and talk to them, they they really freak out. Um, if you go and talk, just let them come to you. And you know, you, you're holding a book and you're just reading it yourself. They'll they, they will come to you and then they will talk. You know, they give them space. They're very give them space. And also, they they're very safe in their own environment. They they're very safe with their parents. And they they're aware of a stranger. They don't. You know, they have to size you up first, mm. you know. Um, so they take their time to warm to warm to you. What about the uh, the swearing? Because we know that
0: they get to a stage and the language part of their brain just, <laughs> just boom. Oh, but, know. you know, you, we hear this all the time, yeah. which is I don't know how, you know, I don't know how Johnny or did why it. why did they swear? I don't know why Johnny did it, yeah. but he used the F-bomb in
1: the most appropriate place. Well, we all know why because they said it just like mummy and daddy said it. <laughs> when, at the same time, um, you know, move your effing car, you know, like it's just, <laughs> but it seems funny. It's even funnier when it comes from a two-year-old. And oh. look, it's just funny, isn't it? It and is not it And it makes people laugh. You've got to be careful though, don't you? Not oh, to, God, yeah. And I, I'm the worst. I will positive. roar laughing because <laughs> it makes me, it just cracks me up. But um, uh, yeah, you have to be careful, of course. And on that language, um, it certainly is the time to have children taught another language. Um, I've got, you know, some patients that their little children can speak three or four languages. Wow. Yeah. And they're two and three. It's easier because their cognitive capacity is, is over. Well, they're just a sponge. Yeah. And they've got no prejudice against anything. They mm. just they're just learning English so they can learn anything and they can switch between. I mean it's just beautiful. It's a it's absolutely beautiful to watch them, you know, count in whatever language they they wish to. I mean, what a gift that is. Yeah. It's incredible. It's just and being in Australia, you know, we're down under here, mm. but uh, we haven't got that, uh, now we're like more Europe. multicultural, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, we haven't having bordered by seven different countries. And you Other can... than you and I being fluent in Irish. <laughs> <laughs> to be sure, to be sure,
0: to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> joking, joking. We're absolutely joking. <laughs> Kath, Kath doesn't drink. I don't. Boring. Boring. No. Um, Well, look, do you you think that there's anything else that, you know, we we should definitely touch on for for parents? Because I just think it's hard work.
1: Look, I like to do a lot of talking to children. And I think also parents need to change behaviour and then children will change their behaviour. That is really important because you see a change in children's behaviour once... You know, if if parents are screaming at their children and wonder why children are screaming, it's pretty easy. It's the same with swearing, as we are saying before. Like, you know, I know we do laugh about it, but if parents are swearing, I mean... You can't go mad at a child if they're swearing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you have to stop the swearing. And having the conversations. I love it how you also have the conversations, but not when they're two, not when no, they don't and not have when, the capacity. When they have, and not when they're tired, cross and cranky. Like, mm. no. Mm. You have it when they're sitting in the bath and, and you you know, you, you can have a time with them and, and through play. Mm. You know, you do it through play. And remember, they're just babies. They're two And they're three, like they're babies. So your expectation, align your expectation. What is it? Reality
0: versus expectation.
1: Yeah. Versus fantasy. Versus fantasy. Yeah.
0: So I hadn't really thought about it like that. You know, remember they're just two. They're just two. They can have a great conversation,
1: but they're just two. Well, if you think, you know, if you think about they're going to live to 102, they're only two out of that 102 years. Yeah. It's only little. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, it yeah. is a no-brainer. A little little darlings. So be
0: kind. Love them. Have fun. Love them and tell them you love them. And set boundaries. Kisses.
1: yeah. Set. But they like to be have boundaries. Yeah, lots of hugs. Like to push the boundaries, but they like boundaries. Yes, they do. Mm. Of course, they do. They like that makes them feel secure. Mm. And they, you know, if they're left to sort of run everywhere and you know have no no one to say no, that's enough. They don't know where they're at, so they they need the boundaries. need the boundaries and lots of love. Well, best of luck with all the behaviours. Wonderful. Kath,
0: it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, you too. This has been Birth, Baby and Beyond with midwife Kath Curtin. Executive producer is Brooke Carrigan. Audio production by Darcy Thompson and music by Matt Nicolidge. Listener.